everybody. Welcome to Crag Gals, the show where we are gals talking about crags. My name is Carolyn DeRosa. I'm a third year film major here at Penn State University and a minor in music technology and English. And I'm joined by my co-host Macy. Hey, and one everybody. Of the person today. Hello. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How, How are, are you? you? Good. Oh. <laughs> um, I'm Macy. <laughs> um, I'm a second year here at Penn State. My major is agriculture business management. Um, and I've got two minors, one in international agriculture and one in horticulture. Slay. So. Two minor gang. Yes. And then we have a guest on the show today. Hi. The illustrious, the who are you? I'm Kate. <laughs> uh, my name is Kate. I'm in the fourth year of my PhD. Your fourth um, year PhD? Yeah, I know. I'm getting old. <laughs> I didn't um, think you were that old. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, I'm studying chemistry. Um, and it asked me how long I've been climbing. I've been climbing for like coming up on a year. I'm oh, coming up on my one year anniversary. So All right. that's so exciting. awesome. All right. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Our spontaneous fun fact for today is how did you decide what you were going to major slash study in? Do you want to go first, first? Sure. (laughs) I was really good at chemistry in high school, and Mm -hmm. I went to college, and I thought I should declare some major so I have, like, direction in my life. (laughs) (laughs) I feel that. (laughs) So I declared chemistry, like, fully expecting to switch majors, Mm -hmm. and I just kind of, like, forgot (laughs) <laughs> and then all of a sudden I was graduating and so here we are, but I really love it. We so love it. It's cool. kind of happenstance. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. What about you, Mace? Um, so I actually, so I did a lot of agriculture courses in high school, mm-hmm. um, which were like my favorite thing ever. They were so fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and what made it really amazing was I had an awesome teacher. Like mm. she was so passionate, yeah. got the kids involved like in everything. Mm-hmm. So that was awesome. Um, and then I actually went to college for something different. And what did you go to college for? Biology. Oh. <laughs> and it was not my thing. Um, didn't like it. So, I mean, I, I enjoyed biology. Mm-hmm. I was not good at like chemistry. Yeah. Like, I, I was like. If I'm doing this, I only want to do bio, which is like not an option. So I was like, okay, something has to change. So I was like, you know what? I loved ag. So transferred schools, Mm -hmm. went back to the major that I like and have been great ever since. Slay. Yeah. Yes. Um, So as a kid, I was always very much into film. Um, I always liked watching movies as a kid growing up. And then um, when I was getting older... My parents are like, you should go to law school. You should be a doctor. <laughs> they they were kind of joking at first because I love to argue and they were like, if you like to argue so much, why don't you just go to law school? Like, you know, you make a great lawyer. And I was like, yeah, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then as I, as a really young kid, I would often take like our JVC like camcorder and just like film myself all the time. Like just like little vlogs of like, Hey guys, we're in Disney <laughs> world right now. And it was like pure primetime, like vlogging culture. <laughs> like when pretend I was YouTube. Pure, yeah. <laughs> like so I was, moment. Yeah. It was exact pretend YouTube moment. And <laughs> I eventually like got older. And when I was in high school, I took a TV class and that was a lot of fun. Mm, um, nice. and of course, like I've always been writing since I was like in middle school so I was like I really like writing I really like film um and so I was like I'm gonna major in film when I get in college and I was like I just I don't know I've always loved storytelling I've always loved journalism and just like telling people stories and I don't know narration and stuff so yeah awesome play all right (laughs) on to our climbing news This is not a climbing news-related thing. 
but I've been watching this story for like the longest time and I was like we have to talk about this because it's kind of crazy what carolyn sent me this and was like yeah, girl look at this you didn't know about it either <laughs> I, it was surprising i didn't know about it but i'm glad you brought it to my attention because now i'm following it too and it's yeah, like, yeah 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 so intense i also went to the gym and i was like let me ask my chemist friends so that way i'm not going <laughs> fucking crazy and kate is part of this group uh, do y'all have a name uh, the shock lab i guess <laughs> The shock lab? I, I don't know. Like, we're part of the shock lab. There's climbing. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But you're part of this group of just, like, other chemistry friends in the mm-hmm. office who climb together. And I was like, let me make sure I'm not going, like, crazy. Because the last thing I want to do is, like, look like a freaking conspiracy theorist <laughs> when I'm, like, talking about this shit. So I walked up to them, and I was like, y'all see what's happening in Ohio? Mm-hmm. What the f*** is going on? And you're like, girly, it's not good. So we wanted, we invited Kate um, onto the show to kind of talk a little bit about what is going on in Ohio with the derailment and kind of give us, like, a little bit more of, like, a background. Obviously, like, we're not, me and Macy are definitely not experts. Kate <laughs> is an expert, not. but we're also not there so it's like one of those things where we can't say exactly for sure what we know is going on because we don't but we do have facts we do have some (laughs) we do have some information so uh to give you all a little bit of a background on what is kind of the story um on february 3rd 2022 a train in salem ohio is seen on a security camera with one of the wheels appearing to have caught on fire due to overheating 20 miles later in east palestine ohio 50 cars from the train derail and cause a massive fire spanning the length of all of the cars um 11 of the cars were carrying vinyl chloride which was immediately unstable after the derailment and viable to explosion which is kind of like where the story kind of picks up so kate can you actually kind of tell us like what the main kind of building block of this story is is like the vinyl cord like what it what is that you know what is it typically used for and stuff like that yeah so just like to get real basic chemistry mm-hmm. vinyl chloride is two carbon atoms double bonded together so like pretty close to each other mm-hmm. and then one of those carbons has two hydrogens attached to it the other one has one hydrogen and then a chlorine okay and the chlorine is what gives it its really like interesting properties okay so it's also like pretty flammable mm-hmm. and it's almost always a gas so its boiling point is like seven degrees fahrenheit yeah i've heard of that yeah what the That's fuck insane. is that? Yeah, That's I think crazy. it's actually stored under pressure most of the time so oh, that really? it can be a liquid. Oh. Yeah, so th- ah. I think that was a lot of the concern. Mm, okay. Um, yeah, but it's used exclusively almost. There are a couple other purposes, but it's almost exclusively used to make PVC. So like piping, um, mm-hmm. you know, like anything you can imagine we use PVC for. It's like yeah, very yeah, yeah. common lot, building yeah. material. Mm-hmm. Um, it used to be used as a refrigerant and also a propellant for things like, you know, like hairspray yeah, or you aerosol that cans. In the notes. I was like, <laughs> what the f***? I was like, hairspray? Hairspray? Yeah. That's going on my head? Yeah, there are all of these studies about, like, hairstylists getting sick from, like, what? exposure to this. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Yeah, so in the 70s, they kind of figured out, like, oh, this is worse than we thought, and they banned it from use in, like, everything except making PVC because it's, like, mm. extremely necessary. Mm-hmm. Okay, I see gotcha yeah 
So yeah, and then two days after the crash, there were some, quote, serious concerns that one of the cars could explode as the temperature rose because it's a lot warmer than seven degrees outside <laughs> in Ohio, um, which is honestly also crazy that it, it the fire burned for over two days and it was like not much, like they couldn't really do anything about it. Mm-hmm. So um, Ohio Governor Mike DeWine um, ordered the evacuation of 1,500 residents and approved a, quote, controlled release of the five train of five train cars containing vinyl clothes in order to avoid an explosion. So, Kate, do you know exactly like what a controlled release is? Like, is it possible that the vinyl corn could have exploded? I'm guessing that's a yes because <laughs> it boils underneath like seven degrees Fahrenheit. But what exactly like were they doing here? Yeah. So, from what I understand, a controlled release is exactly what it sounds like. They're mm-hmm. intentionally releasing something in a way that they can like have control over it, so mm-hmm. that like at a minimum, they like if something bad is going to happen, they know it's going. To to happen essentially yeah. is mm-hmm. the thought um so they from what i read like poked holes in the yeah. containers mm-hmm. and then they burned everything off mm-hmm. like with the thought that like if you burn it then you know that it's like decomposed i guess and can't yeah. like react with things unexpectedly mm-hmm. yeah so and also way, like it doesn't get shrapnel everywhere too i think right well so the controlled release the burning is so that they like know what reactions are happening essentially oh, okay. mm-hmm. the reason they had to do a controlled release was because yeah like mm-hmm. if so from what I read, it can get up to like 125 degrees Fahrenheit before you're at risk of explosion. So that's okay. really hot. Yeah. But it's also like, you know, there's a fire nearby. Yeah. And then also all of these like cars are no longer on the track. Yeah. So oh, it's yeah. kind of like you're not going to put it back on the track. You're not mm-hmm. going to be able to like get this vinyl chloride anywhere else. Like it's yeah. stuck there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's either like watch the cars and hope it doesn't explode (laughs) or start releasing it. Like, Mm -hmm. I think like, yeah, they could have watched it longer. And Mm -hmm. it sounds like this train should have been equipped or like they recommend they equipped it with some like temperature control um, panels um, to like at least like know what temperature the cars are just in case. But Mm -hmm. they didn't have those detectors equipped. Mm -hmm. And so like, I think it was even more so like they didn't know what was happening yeah. so mm-hmm. i think it was to also release it. yeah i think it was also like really cool because like i didn't i just thought like the train was like boop off the trails but then like when the washington post which is where i got the majority of this timeline from uh where the article was from uh they like had like the security camera footage of like the train going by and like one of the wheels being on fire mm-hmm. and it's like this is crazy that like you would think at least in a in a, in a train full of like chemicals because a lot of the train did have like you know just like random plastics and stuff mm-hmm. you know it's it's industry stuff, but they wouldn't have any type of like heat 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 detecting things you know yeah it's crazy it, it surprises me they didn't take those extra precautions with how dangerous of a substance it is yeah like mm-hmm. and how I'm, like detrimental it could be if mm-hmm. if this were to happen and then it did so I'm, it's like, I'm like yeah I'm also guessing too like. It's probably one of those things, too, where they guess, like, nothing like this ever could have happened Mm -hmm. because it's a train. When do trains Mm -hmm. derail all the time? (laughs) Um, So, yeah. So after the controlled release, you know, um, the National Resources Director, Mary Mertz, stated that um, 3,500 fish have died uh, because local waterways, as well as the Ohio River, had become contaminated. Um, quote, state officials said that they had not collected any evidence of animals or other fifth or other... F- wow, that was so bad. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, they stated that approximately 300 
Wow, 3,500 fish have died because of the local waterways as well as the Ohio River had become contaminated. So um, state officials said that they had not collected any evidence of animals or other than fish suffering from the spill, though residents have shared suspicions about chickens, rabbits, foxes, and other animals falling ill. Some areas of the Ohio River have also fallen, um, have also had um, low level, levels of butyl acrylate. Acrylate? Help. Acrylate? <laughs> acrylate. Uh, yeah, butyl acrylate. Butyl acrylate, okay. Or and then I don't know. It's one of the two. However you want to say it. It's like pecan or pecan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> tomato, tomato. Tomato, tomato, yeah. Um, and then another quote from the article also says that state EPA officials have said that the concentrations detected pose for no risk um, for drinking water supplies in the area, um, end quote. And the image posted on the Washington Post shows the sites of the water um, testing that had uh, butyacrylate. Uh, spread into West Virginia and also on the border of Pennsylvania. Um, but there are some sites with no protect, no detection of butyl alkaloid. So, Kate, what exactly is like this butyl alkaloid stuff? Like, is it a chemical related to vinyl chloride? Like, would there be a reason that it would like be in the water after something like this? Yeah, so it's not related to the vinyl chloride. It's okay. actually another thing that was being carried in one of the cars. Gotcha, okay. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's something, it's made almost entirely, if I'm remembering correctly, out of just like carbons and hydrogens, so yeah. like pretty standard organic molecule. Um, it's clear and colorless. It smells fruity, I guess. Oh, it smells fruity? Yeah. Oh. That's actually kind of cool. Okay. But it's also really flammable. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> it's, that's, a, that's a downside. Yeah. <laughs> a slight downside. Yeah. It's used to make like resins and it's also a part of paint formulations. So okay. I'm thinking like that weird paint smell is partially from this chemical actually. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I think from what I understand, like just like when the car came off, like maybe like a car got punctured or something, somehow, mm-hmm. somehow this liquid was released. Um, and it's extremely reactive. So like, okay. it's not good that it's in the water, but it's also a little bit like, thank goodness it's not like on starting fire. on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not great. Yeah. I imagine like too, like it's, it's a whole trail derailment, you know, there's rocks in the ground, there's trees and stuff. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm pr- you're probably right where we like poked a hole or something, you know? Um, but otherwise, uh, residents of East Palestine have reported strange odors along with symptoms of rashes, runny noses, eyes, etc. Um, I've also heard people say that it smells like chlorine. I've seen videos of people who have had like acid rain go on their car and they're like, why is my car brown? Wow. But like I said, this is purely anecdotal. It's not in the article. It's just kind of like things that like we've heard um, kind of going around. Um, mm-hmm. So the state of Ohio is first working on the cleanup of the derailment site. And then the state and federal officials say that they will be moving on to find out the contamination levels in soil and groundwater. And, you know, Macy, as someone who's kind of like a little bit more familiar with kind of, you know, agriculture and, you know, how this, how this stuff kind of works, mm-hmm. what, what are you kind of, what are your thoughts on this? Like, are you, are you kind of a little bit worried or anything like what are your thoughts absolutely yeah I, I feel like it's just like in my nature to be worried um <laughs> just because of because of my major yeah, and being yeah. a mm-hmm. person who really cares about the environment uh-huh. um so of course I'm worried about the land um and the future of agriculture as well because it's not only affecting the area now but it will mm-hmm. be affecting the area in the future yeah um and I'm also worried about the agricultural businesses and the family-owned businesses that are going down and while subsistence farming is not 
um, highly used in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, there are still people that use farming for their livelihood and yeah. could really be detrimental to them. Mm-hmm. So that's another worry of mine. Um, and then the animals as well. I know we talked about like how how breathing it in affects humans, um, but it's also affecting animals and mm-hmm. especially animals that we use for like meat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I I was thinking about it and it's like animals have to go through all these restrictions and processes to be able to um, have their meat utilized. Yeah. Um, like even for example, when they take antibiotics, there's a period after they take right. antibiotics where right. they have to be like super held. Biotics, right? Yeah. The super super uh, bacteria. Yeah. If you put if you pump them with too much biotics. Uh, that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so there's a, there's a period where they have to be like held before their meat can be given. So oh. I'm thinking about if they're breathing in the chemicals, how long until they can give their meat? Like yeah. Mm-hmm. Never. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that definitely worries me as well. Um. And I'm also worried about like what what is the most critical thing right now? Is it people's livelihoods on farms or th- is it the production side of things? Mm. Like who? I don't know. And, yeah. And I just, you know, what if people don't want to go outside to manage their yeah. land? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, agriculture does not stop. Like never. Yeah. No, it can't. Um, it can't. It's, yeah. yeah. People eat three times a day. Crops don't stop growing. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't think a lot of farmers would... Um, necessarily choose that path just because yeah i don't think it's in their nature but mm-hmm. also um i don't think it's in their nature but it's surely a possibility so and obviously we talked about aquatic life as well just kind of the destruction of an ecosystem yeah which maybe mm-hmm. is not pertaining to agriculture but just me as an environmentalist like yeah that, mm-hmm. really upsetting yeah um, it's it's crazy like it's even like in some of like the the news just kind of like the live broadcast here that i've seen is like mm-hmm. kind of like you just see like some fish like on the bank yeah. or i think there was like that one very viral video where like someone dumped like a rock in the river and then mm-hmm. you can see like all like the the metabolic what is that called kate like it's wait. like iridescence iridescence like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so yeah, yeah stuff like that like it's just it's crazy like how how something that i'm, I'm assuming is transported every day across mm-hmm. the united states mm-hmm. can cause so much havoc if it's if it's not properly managed right if the risk isn't properly managed yeah. you know yeah. um oh go ahead sorry, sorry. I was go ahead. say go i ahead. also question how how far it will yeah. like ripple outside mm-hmm. of the area like mm-hmm. who all will be affected well yeah, yeah. I, I know too um I didn't link this in the show notes. I'll have to do that later. But I know the state of Pennsylvania is also thinking about pursuing criminal charges against wow. Norf- oh. Norfolk, I think, or uh, the, the the train company. Mm-hmm. Um, they are considering criminal charges. I'm not going to, but I haven't read that one. Mm-hmm. But I know from, according to the Washington Post article, um, it says, quote, that for now, authorities say that the air is safe to breathe and the municipal water is uh, safe to drink. Um, I know Columbus, um, Ohio, and WSYX um, have reported that the Ohio governor, the head of the EPA, and Ohio Senator Sherrod Brown have all drank the tap water from East Palestine, East Palestine to demonstrate the water is safe, which is like, yay, they drank the water, but yay, they they drank the water. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So there are a lot of long term concerns, I think, like <laughs> especially with the burning of the vinyl chloride, mm-hmm. like that can create phosgene gas mm-hmm. and hydrogen chloride gas. And like mm-hmm. those can stay in soil for years. Really? Yeah. Oh, sh- so mm-hmm. it's concerning it's, for sure. But I guess that brings us to kind of like, what does that mean for us? So, for example, um, I know another some other places that have been kind of like saying this. Um, I know Impact Magazine has called it the worst environment environmental disaster in United States history. The New York Times has called it Chernobyl 2.0. 
Um, we're pretty decently close to this. We're five hours away um, mm-hmm. in State College and actually in some of the Five Life gyms, that, the gyms that under climb that needs underneath a, a gym a chain called five life all of those gyms are in columbus which mm-hmm. i'm guessing are about like an hour away you know so kind of like i guess reiterating of what we kind of been talking about but what are the, kind of like our general thoughts on the situation like i know for me personally as a climber and you know as a steward for the environment like i'm really worried about this not only the places that like we could be climbing in but just generally like in the future like macy was talking a lot about you know the environmental concerns and about agriculture and about our mm-hmm. water supply and Obviously, you know, could this could this have been worse? Uh, yes, mm-hmm. um, but at the same time, if things don't change in the future, um, we could see you know much worse things. And it starts with you know changing things like you know railroad unions and creating better policies and ways to follow the policies mm-hmm. and better ways to even treat the chemicals if we do end up with something like this. You know, it's just one of those things where it sucks that it that it happened, but it's also like holy shit. It could have been. It could have been a lot worse, especially if it had exploded. You know. Yep. Yeah. What about yeah. you, Mace? Yeah. So I, I similar. Um, I not only worry as a climber, but somebody who cares about the environment. Um, I worry about agriculture, rural future. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will certain it will certainly impact the areas that we can, um, and will be comfortable climbing in as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there are routes for innovation here too, which is. I mean, maybe the one good thing that yeah. came out of this, yeah, um, uh, to come up with the most prime and practical solutions to get the area back on track mm-hmm. and where it needs to be, and um, I hope it is a vehicle for change as well, yeah, um, to open people's eyes to how important not only agriculture is, but as well as um, just taking those like proper precautions, mm-hmm. even though we don't necessarily know how it happened but yeah um just yeah taking precautions so i'm definitely going to keep up to current news on the event yeah definitely me as well kate what about you yeah um i mean i'm definitely concerned and i think a lot of this is a legislation question like Mm -hmm. like there are a lot of safety guard like guards that could have been in place that Mm -hmm. weren't and i think that's unfortunate Mm -hmm. i also think it's an opportunity to look at like why do we transport things like this like yeah is there a way to have like vinyl chloride for example like can we make that in the same factory that we make pvc in so that we don't have to transport it like Mm -hmm. i think that's really interesting and then as a climber and a lover of nature i just hate to see our mother get hurt of course yeah Yeah. Yeah. it's definitely kind of one of those things where it's like (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. straight up overall like i'm I'm hoping i'm hoping it's not as bad as we think it is right like i want to try to be optimistic about the situation but at the same time it's like this chemical that's used uh that was actually banned from hairspray um is suddenly in our water mm-hmm. and could potentially be in our food and like not to sound like a conspiracy theorist but like that's kind of creepy i don't like that <laughs> yeah i don't like it i yeah. don't like it i don't like it yeah <laughs> but hopefully as i said before hopefully everything is okay and we're not you know hopefully it isn't as bad as we think it is right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right so the next climbing story is actually a lighter one <laughs> yay um, <laughs> The wider one, depending on who you talk to. So, oh, true. That's true. So we got a lovely email from our um, community ambassador and local climber, Ken Hall. Um, he's our community ambassador for the Access Fund. And he sent an email to everybody who's ever signed a waiver for a donation. Um, donation is kind of like a, a rock climbing area, like 40 minutes, 35 minutes from here. Um, you have to send a waiver for it for some reason. But, I mean, that's probably just so that way they know people are getting into it. I think it's for the it. landowner. Oh, right. It is for the landowner. I mm-hmm. forgot that they own that. But, yeah. Everybody's got to sign a waiver. But um, a new raven's nest has been found um, at the damnation wall of donation. 
<laughs> so um, in accordance with the landowner and bird experts from Penn State's Shaver Cre- Shavers Creek, uh, the damnation wall has actually now been closed um, until the raven couple can lay eggs. Um, you know, ravens aren't really endangered, but they are a protected group um, on the state and federal level due to the uh, population decrease. Um, but there are still two more accessible walls to climb. I know there's a lot of confusion with the climbing community here. Everybody in in the people, uh, Macy, are you in the people who like climbing group me? I am. Yeah. So there was yeah. like, some confusion yesterday <laughs> and they were like, well, donations closed from now on. And I was like, no, it's not, nope. babes. <laughs> read <laughs> the are, email. Yeah, <laughs> read your emails, bro. Um, so yeah, uh, you can still use the lower wall and the main wall um so if you don't know where those are feel free to check them out they're on mountain project i think Mm -hmm. um so just follow mountain project um and in the meantime um stay away from the trails that lead to the damnation wall which is like by the upper parking lot and if you're by the upper parking lot uh, just make sure that you keep your voices down um don't disturb the freaking birds please (laughs) um the damnation wall could open up in around may or june according to ken but like i said we don't really know it just depends on you know if the ravens lay eggs you know will they lay eggs will the eggs hatch stuff stuff like that you know mm-hmm. for what are your sure. thoughts i i love to see this honestly <laughs> <laughs> i love to see the precautions taken yeah um and i agree and appreciate the efforts being taken mm-hmm. um at g- in general i kind of like to see nature left as is yeah <laughs> so um i'm glad that they're not causing a disturbance to them mm-hmm. um and there's two other walls open so yeah. you can still go if you want it's not like like hunter's rocks too yeah and there's plenty of other places to climb around here so Mm -hmm. like find new places find or yeah or discover new places yeah so i don't i don't find it as this huge inconvenience Mm -hmm. um i find it more like a a good thing yeah um, no me as well yeah and i also just want to (laughs) mention that shavers (laughs) creek First of all, trust them, love them. They're great. Um, yeah. I did like a day long like program there uh-huh. once um, with a um, club of mine, uh-huh. um, like an agriculture related club. I and- was going to ask if it was the sorority. Oh, no. <laughs> um, well, actually, we have volunteered there before. Oh, slay. Okay. I just wasn't there, but <laughs> <laughs> we did volunteer there before. Um, it was a great experience. The people are very mm-hmm. knowledgeable, like cool, very yeah. nice. And um, they have a bird sanctuary mm-hmm. um, and they have a raven there and her name is Matilda. I love that. Um, yeah. <laughs> She's really, really cool. Um, she was like showing off her giant wings for us oh, when really? we were there. Yeah, All like right. f- fully like spread them out. So if anybody's listening from the area, I would recommend checking it out. Heck yeah, dude. Yeah. That sounds yeah. dope. Yeah, really awesome. What about you, Kate? What are your thoughts? I mean, I agree with Macy. Like, there are plenty of other places to climb, and <laughs> instead of us being an inconvenience, like, we're inconveniencing the birds. The birds yeah. are inconveniencing us. Yeah, so. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'm someone, I actually, the only place where I've ever climbed is the damnation wall. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, like, is it inconvenience? Sure. Not really, though. Like, yeah. I can go to two other places, you know. And it's like, also, we have this potential of this new baby bird coming. Yeah, right. How would I feel if I'm one day climbing in damnation and I see these three little baby ravens, three three ravens, it's like flying yeah. across the, set, the sky, you know, quote yeah. the raven, there were more. <laughs> I, I don't mind at all. I think it's kind of cool. Yeah. So yeah, just make sure y'all, if you're in state in the state college area, um, and you want to go to donation, avoid the damnation wall. This is really hard to say. Donation and damnation is the same <laughs> fucking sentence. Um, but yeah, overall, that's our what. And now that I think about it, it might be a vulture. Matilda might be a vulture. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, 
right? Which, yeah, that's actually embarrassing. That but, is actually embarrassing, um, but Matilda the Vulture. Either Vulture or Raven, so <laughs> you'll have to go to find out. All right. Well, that's our climbing news section. Kate, thank you so much for coming on the show and giving us your insight. Yeah. We want to have you on more. Thanks for having me. Anytime. Anytime. <laughs> Slay. Awesome. So, um, <laughs> so, um, no weekly accent this week just because we spent low-key 30 minutes talking about the news so we were like eh, we'll skip the accident for this week true but the hot take of this episode (laughs) (laughs) of all the things i was expecting to do was not that (laughs) um why climbing is the best sport um i would like to say that we are biased absolutely we are completely 100 percent knowingly undefinitely (laughs) biased a word i don't know (laughs) it is not we are so biased and so take everything that we say with a grain of salt Mm -hmm. however the salt is a spice so if you want your wife to tastes better i guess <laughs> Keep, try out climbing that was a really bad fucking sentence Never it's mind. okay <laughs> i i understood <laughs> all right macy let's, do you want to go first sure let's let's get into it we can go back and forth here slay okay so um i kind of broke climbing up into like three three sections here of yeah. like physical benefits uh-huh. mental benefits social benefits mm-hmm. um because it absolutely has all three but i'll start with physical um and i'll just say that climbing is a full body workout facts people do not realize it oh yeah um when they first start climbing or when they just look at climbing from the outside like Uh looking in um it is not just an arm workout Mm -hmm. it is one of the best full body workouts available in my opinion um works your forearms your biceps shoulders neck traps upper back lats lower back abs glutes thighs calves those are all the ones i can think of Mm -hmm. so there's a lot of motions that you do that people don't realize are a part of climbing or that are necessarily worked while you're climbing yep 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 so um yeah just just that full body workout was what i really love about it yeah i was actually with somebody yesterday um at climb nittany just kind of like belaying them like i was doing like this the staff boy things that we offer Mm -hmm. and they were like, wow, this is like a really intense full body workout. Like I thought it was going to be like all upper body. And I was like, nope, no, no, it is no, not. It's yeah. not. It honestly like, like, like hand, hand strength or, or grip too. It, mm-hmm. it like really has to test your grip. Especially like if it's your first time and you're not using chalk. Yeah. Oh my God. No, Ugh. no. Mm-mm. Chalk saves my life. Chalk. <laughs> I don't know why, but I physically cannot. I climb like two grades worse. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Climb without chalk. It's so totally. bad. But yeah, I will kind of going off and kind of tying in a little bit too with your physical benefits. I do want to say that climbing is very risk managed and individualistic. So I hate to say it, but many sports in the U.S. are injury prone. We got things like football, wrestling, where we have things like concussions and contact sport injuries and ACL tears, Mm -hmm. Um, things like ball sports. I don't know why I put track and gymnastics and ball sports that was so embarrassing to me <laughs> but other sports that involve other things like track gymnastics soccer you have things like sprained joints aco tears you know mcl totally. tears you know really really freaky stuff 
and although climbing is dangerous um it's arguably less dangerous when you take precaution the, t- the precautions that are necessary right mm-hmm. i'm a firm believer that nothing is ever safe um, absolutely and yeah, we both too. we both do not use the s word this <laughs> illegal <laughs> illegal s word um but like even like you know even in any sport right there's is no safety right there's yeah there's risk management mm-hmm. we can manage the risk you know um but you know you can do as much climbing as you want when you when you first start out you can take it at your own pace you know which is kind of one of the things that you can use to make it a little bit more individualistic and also manage the risk you know mm-hmm. you can try out easier boulders or you can try you know maybe some more challenging boulders you can try a few auto boys you can ask some friends to top rope belay you mm-hmm. um you know, you don't have to go full out, whereas compared with other sports like wrestling or football, you're getting folded like a piece of paper for at least <laughs> a month or even gymnastics where you're falling on your butt True. for like d- d- a couple years until you finally hit a flip and you're good at it. You yeah. know, yeah. Um, even things like soccer and track, you know, they take a while and they're things that you can't really do in your adulthood. Right. Yeah. Where it's like when you're in high school and you're in middle school, like your body's developing, you can try all these new things. But then like once you get to college, it's like. I can't go on the swim team, bro. I'm 21 years old. Mm-hmm. Like, you yeah, know, yeah. you know, or like, it's like, I can't sign up for track. I've never done track in my life. I would, I, I can't, I'm going to be sh- like blown, blown in the wind with dust. Yeah. When yeah. I, when I go to one of these things, you know, right. um, but climbing is one of those things that you can just start at any age. Just sign up right. for You can just, sign, you yeah, can, yeah, you can go it. for, for one day. You can go for two days a week. You don't, you can just do your own thing. Right. Yeah. And of course, me and Macy are on like a, a team, right? Mm-hmm. But that's because like we went through the ind- that individual phase first, right? Mm-hmm. We liked it so much that we were like, hmm, we want to do this with other people. But yeah. climbing, the vast, vast, vast majority of people who climb are not on any type of team. Right. They just do it because they like it. They do it because it's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, you can cater your workout, your climbing workout to you. Like, yes. I don't follow JJ's specific training routine. JJ is our technical director. Um, but JJ has a vastly different sport sports background and body type than I do. Mm-hmm. I have different injuries in them, you know, compared to, you know, JJ, like I need something completely different than what they do. And it's one of those things where I kind of, you know, cater my climbing workout to that. You know, mm-hmm. JJ does their little Daniel things every time. <laughs> and I focus on my little static things because right. we have two different styles, body types, whatever, you know, and that's okay. Yeah. You know, um, and compared to, you know, other sports like football, wrestling, or even swimming, where everybody is generally given the same workout to follow for a practice, you know, generally with climbing, like we're allowed to do our own things. Like mm-hmm. we'll have kind of specific trainings or specific workouts, like, hey, go do a four by four, or hey, go do a six by six, or hey, do a pyramid. Or project. Or project, yeah. But it's but always it's like- at your your level yeah it's always at your level it's yeah. always something that you can kind of do on your own and you can pick whatever climbs you want to do for your four by four your four by six or your six by six whereas with swimming especially because macy you're familiar <laughs> with swimming too yes this is something i found out too <laughs> <laughs> um you know everybody's kind of generally given like the same workouts like you got to do yep. your your 100 meter flies in, uh-huh. in 30 seconds and then transfer into your scuttles or whatever the f- you know (laughs) yeah Um, yeah but yeah like it's one of those things where you can just kind of do your own thing and i think that makes a a really good sport honestly yeah Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely i i couldn't agree more with that yeah um what's what's up with you macy yeah i guess the next thing i'll 
I'll say, which actually really goes along with that, but um, it really complements other sports very well. Yeah. Like cross training mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, you finish your thought and then I'm going to call you out after this. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, cross training is, I don't even know what I was going to say. Just beneficial. Cro- oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Wait, what are you going to yell I was going to say, you say cross training is beneficial, but then you also haven't showed up to swim practice with me and JJ in the morning. It's the goggles. Oh, also, I got an eye infection. Wait, what? For real? Yeah, I now? did. Yeah. Oh my, are you okay? Well, it's, it's getting better, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm fine. What the fuck happened to you? I woke up and both my eyes were bright, bright red, pink, veiny. Oh, pink eye? I thought I had pink eye. Oh, okay. But I, I got better throughout the day. Uh-huh. Um, so I went to UHS. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, we're fuck. not exactly sure, but it's an infection. So mm-hmm. here's eye drops. And I was like, <laughs> oh, thank you. But like, <laughs> no, thank you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's like, it's kind of bad. And there's like mucus coming out of my eyes. But oh, ew. God, yeah. dude. Sorry. I'm no, sorry. No, no, you're not. No, don't be sorry. I feel bad. <laughs> I, the oh God is like, oh God, I feel bad for you. Not, oh God, that's gross. Why would you ever say something like that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Girl, but, I've heard worse things before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, all good now. But yeah, you should come, Anyways, you could, you should come swimming with us after spring break. I will. Yeah. I definitely you will. should. JJ was absolutely showing me the fuck out. Really? Yeah, dude. I can't oh. do a flip turn. And oh, this man, does. this man, this 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 dude was doing his fucking dolphin kicks for like half the yeah. half the twenty five meters, and I was like, I can barely get ten feet, but all right, cool. <laughs> he he does kind of have a swimmer's body. Does he does. He, did he ever swim before? Yeah, he swam from like middle to high school. Okay, yeah, middle, he, middle to senior year. He seems like it. Yeah, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, when, how long did you swim for? Um, several years, but I. Like I don't full like I remember swimming, but mm-hmm. I was that young where it's like oh, kind of like oh I see I see. But I still retain like I retain the skills from it. Yeah, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, Slay. But anyways, yeah. Yes. So like um, in in terms of it complementing other sports very well, um the the hand and the grip strength, um really complements. Uh, sports with like a ball or weights or like like, like fight like con- also contact Con- yeah contact yeah. sports um wrestling jujitsu yes yes <laughs> exactly um or like just for example you're a power lifter like, oh you need yeah to work, that's true you need to work on your strength yeah uh, your, your we actually strength. do have a power lifter at climb that you know who oh, comes to climb awesome. there yeah awesome. she's like one of penn state's like best female <gasps> power lifters i Yay. think mm-hmm. that's amazing that'll definitely help her grip strength yeah. i think mm-hmm. um and then core, it works on your core mm-hmm. drastically. Um, mm-hmm. Also, JJ works on <laughs> works on that too, but not everybody has a JJ. Um, but like for things like soccer, mm-hmm. um, where you use that kicking motion, where you need that tight core. Yeah. Um, and gymnastics too. Gymnastics as well, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, and then also just upper body for things like biking. Um, biking upper body for biking. Yeah. Wait, how is upper body for biking? Um, well, I was I was thinking more in terms of like mountain biking. Oh, oh, yes, um, this makes sense. Doesn't no, this yeah. makes perfect sense? Yes, yeah. You need like the stability and the yeah. control. Yeah. yeah, maybe not necessarily like your casual road biking. Yeah, but, like I, I'm. I grew up in a road biking town, and okay. I was, like, my first thought was like, <laughs> like <Where am> really? <laughs> it's like, are you sure? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but for that um, more intense like upper body. Um, like biking. Yeah, yeah, for sure, one hundred percent. Yeah. How about you, Carolyn? Back to um, you. Um, 
well i will say climbing generally speaking has a very healthy and supportive community absolutely um, yes and many gyms you know especially in climate in this case we offer times uh different or different days for people for you know different communities like the lgbtq plus community or the you know bipoc community to come down and get discounted day passes discounted day passes because they were groups that are marginally marginally um you know usually not able to access climbing mm-hmm. um and it's just one of those days where, you know, people like that come in and they get to climb with all their friends for a really cheap rate. And it's a good time to like, build community and just generally like, have fun. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's a sport where, as I mentioned earlier, like people of all ages can participate in. So not just like young people, um, older folks are starting to create even create a culture where they're teaching younger folks how to navigate the outdoors. Like take, for example, Ken yeah. Hall, who, you know, all the time is seeing young people kind of start to go to the outdoors and instead of kind of, you know, having typically what would be common in a in a community and i also have seen it in climbing unfortunately is kind of like this like why are you here you know what mm-hmm. are you doing you know you're yeah. doing everything wrong whereas ken kind of you know approaches it with the risk management it needs to be taken but also gives people the tools that they need to go outdoors and then teaches them how to use those tools mm-hmm. you know so that is a culture that I'm really starting to see and I'm really starting to enjoy. Um, and even children, uh, you know, who are being properly supervised can create innovation and, you know, are very inspiring to many new climbers, you know, too. Um, I've heard a lot of people come in and they say, like, wow, that kid, how old is that kid? And then I'm like, I don't know, like seven. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, that's cool. Maybe if, maybe if they can do it, I can do it. And then they, right. and then they, all of a sudden there's like kind of like this culture, you know, as you know, as the kids are starting to, you know, get better at their climbing, you know, even the adults are starting to share beta with them kids are sharing uh beta with adults and you know mm-hmm. it's kind of one, of the, one of the things where these kind of two different age groups are able to start building like a mentorship relationship right. f- with one another you know so it's really cool yeah. uh, to kind of see that foster that community foster like even for me like i hang out with or i don't hang out with but like when i'm climbing like i'll often ask like dexter or sadie or mm-hmm. you know people on the climbing team for advice on a climb and they're able to give me that advice mm-hmm. I'm like seven years older than them. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, right? You know, mm-hmm. but you know, the, it's really cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. And the way the way I kind of like to look at that is like, it's an individual sport, but you have lots of teammates. Yes, yes. Like, that's actually a really good. That good was way the to best way I could think about. That it. was I a put really that in good. The notes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where? Where'd you put that? Under social. Oh, I individual see. Individual sport, but lots yes. of teammates. Yeah. yeah, individual sport, but lots of teammates. That's, yeah, yeah. I that's think, such a good quote. Oh, thank you. <laughs> 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 um but yeah climbers are some of the nicest people ever too yeah so. definitely dude yeah. the amount of people who i've met who've been climbing for like 10 plus years and i'm kind of like ooh, like i don't know mm-hmm. what to do exactly and they're like no nah, bro like just yeah. come over i'll, I'll bully you you know have, yeah, we'll have yeah. some fun you know that's awesome yeah yeah so i guess i'll move on to um, my kind of next topic here, which is the mental aspect of climbing. Um, yes, <laughs> which I have noticed like tremendous benefits from on like pers- okay. personally. Yeah, me too. Mostly, mostly with like stress relief. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. for sure. But also just like uh, and also decision making. Honestly, yeah, that's true. I've no- mm-hmm. I, yeah, I even think for myself, I've noticed that too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I I just wrote down a like. A list of words here but this is like truly how I feel about it um, mm-hmm. so there's a decision making aspect um, it helps me with visualization like visualizing my route where I want to go mm-hmm. um, how I want to get there mm-hmm. problem solving um, you know if something doesn't work out what can I do to fix it 
Um, just also that like concentration and determination um, to why do I want to say win? But <laughs> you know what I mean. To um, complete, to, to complete have, the climb, to have success, to to be yeah, yeah. to be successful. Yes. Um. So I really like that like intellectual stimulation part of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Mm. So yeah, I think the mental aspect of it is probably like yes, I, I enjoy the physical benefits, but that aspect is like almost like equates. In my gotcha. Opinion. Yeah, same. I think too. Um, I I would agree with you a lot with that mental stuff. Like for me, like even I would say the visual visualization. Like I've always kind of struggled with making short term short term goals as compared to long term goals. Mm-hmm. And I feel like climbing has kind of helped me like visualize a little bit more of like what exact steps I need to take physically, and then I can starting very slowly to learn how to transfer that normally. Yeah. Like for this, like for this semester, like the first time I'm actually starting to study and like get ahead in projects, I've never done that in my life before. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. middle school, high school, you know, first two years <laughs> of college never worked, you know, and now it's finally starting to click a little bit. Yeah. And I definitely agree with like the stress relief too. Like, as someone, you know, who's kind of talking a bit about like, you know, mental struggles on like on this podcast, like mm-hmm. climbing was one of those things where I could just like be present and be like completely in the moment and mm-hmm. just like just have have like a really decent time. Um, yeah, me too. I'm going to talk a little bit too about stress relief too. Like, you know, it can be challenging if you're afraid of heights, but it forces you to be present at all times, which is something True. that we unfortunately today don't really get, you know, we kind of, we kind of do have like this culture of, of, you know, constantly, you know, getting addicted to our phones and, and social media or, you know, just generally wondering about the past or obsessing over the future to the point where it can be really damaging. And, Here's the thing. You can't really be thinking about the bills and stuff when you're 40 feet in the air or hauling yourself up the boulder problem. Right. It's just that simple. You know, you just can't, you can't think about it. If I start thinking about all my stuff when I'm on the problem, I'm going to fall and I don't want to fall. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I have to be present in the moment. Um, and exercise in general is a huge form of stress management. There have been tons of studies done on the effects of stress management. Um, and people who exercise versus people who don't exercise. Um, exercise is one of those, you know, techniques that a lot of therapists do recommend to people who have anxiety disorders or panic disorders. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just one of those things that just allows you to have a break and just step back and just focus on something else. And put your energy somewhere else. Yeah, put your else. energy somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and honestly, it just allows you to have a break from the day. You know, mm-hmm. it feels very similar to like a runner or I guess like now even kind of like a swimmer's high. I don't know. Do yeah. swimmers get high? Or get highs, not high. I, <laughs> I don't know. I could tell you I certainly have experienced runner's high, but yeah. I don't think I've ever experienced a swimming I feel high. like when I'm swimming, like I'm just like at peace, where it's just like I'm yeah. really thinking about Because I'm like really focused on like my technique and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of like thinking, I'm like going through the water and yeah. stuff. Yeah. You just kind of feel like you could just go forever. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But also like runner's high, 100%. I feel oh runner's high when I'm yeah. climbing. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. When I'm climbing. Or too. like something very similar. But yeah, mm-hmm. r- like it feels very similar to like a runner's high where I'm just like yeah. flying and like cruising and bruising. Yes. Growing and chilling, <laughs> you know? Yes. All right. What else do you got to say, Mace? Um, honestly, um, just like a couple more like miscellaneous closing points, but, um, it also gives you a great excuse to see some really beautiful outdoor places. Mm-hmm. And, and to look cool in the outdoor places. And to look cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And get your cute little picture taken. But, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, but I'm, I have not had the chance really to go too much outdoors. You're going to. Which I am going You're to. You're going to. Do um, you see the weather? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, I think that's an amazing benefit because what other sport do you get to like 
go to cool outdoor places with. Yeah, I yeah, know, yeah. I don't know of too many others. So. Not many, like skiing, snowboarding. Yeah, yeah. Kayaking, kayaking freaks me the f- not kayaking, yeah. no white water rafting. That's the oh, one I'm oh hell no. I love no, I love kayaking. I don't love white water rafting. No, it scares me. <laughs> yeah. They're like, okay, now we're gonna go over a ten foot drop. <laughs> it's, like, it's like okay, <laughs> yeah, okay, that's casual. But if you flip underneath the boat, just remember turn, tuck, and roll. I don't even fucking <laughs> know, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> terrifying, terrifying. Or yeah. hiking, but it's like you gotta walk for that. Who wants to walk anywhere? <laughs> Who has time? Um, yeah, true. What else? Um, and it's also relatively inexpensive expensive yeah because mm-hmm. if you're just gonna i mean maybe a harness but if you're gonna get a harness that might be a little bit on the pricier side yeah um you can use that for a long time mm-hmm. um you only really need one pair of climbing shoes that can also last you a long time mm-hmm. um i do think people like i don't know i i think that people underestimate a good pair of climbing shoes yes no this is completely true yeah like i my first pair was like just those like Velcro Scarpa. Yeah. Like I could still be using those now. Yeah. Um, I, I can still use, I plan on using my tarantulas whenever I go outside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and, and chalk is not expensive. I buy, uh, I buy. It's uh, magnesium carbonate. <laughs> sorry. Magnesium carbonate. Oh, no, no, no. I was going to say it's magnesium carbonate as in like it's not expensive. Like oh. it's a chemical, you know, oh, it's like oh. a, it's a, it's a industry chemical. Yeah. 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 But like I buy, buy a block of it for like 250. 250. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So easy. Like, yeah. Really not easy too bad, money. which is great. Easy money. Yes. yes. Um, Anything else from you? I was going to say, I was going to say, um, I don't remember right now. Oh, well. That's okay. But overall, like, I think I think you brought up some, break, some great points about it, mm-hmm. you know, being a great stress reliever, being a great body workout. Just generally, it's a good, it's a good sport for anybody who's looking to get into a sport. If for sure. If one of your regrets was never doing a sport guess what you're mm-hmm. gonna be now mm-hmm. a climber get on it <laughs> also wait oh no i remember have i have i have i ever sent you that meme where it was like um like this one girl being like i'm a hiker like going to like going to hike like 40 miles like to the base of a, of a mountain and then it's like climbers with twice the gear hiking next to yeah. me who's going to scale up the mountain yeah yeah we need to do one of those trips when we do we do because i remember when i was in annapolis rocks i've talked about this so many times on the podcast but it's like one of like my favorite fucking trips ever (laughs) um i remember when we were in annapolis rocks like we had like all the rope we had the helmets Mm -hmm. i had like two shoes and my chalk bucket like connected to my backpack (laughs) which is apparently a big no-no in hiking um (laughs) just because it swings around so it causes the energy yeah to to, it makes you have to do more work yeah and i remember like seeing all the hikers pass by us and uh, my my ass is on fire (laughs) because of how much it hurts because my pack was my pack was packed wrong as we were going in and it was like the weight was so unevenly distributed that when emma picked it up she nearly fell over (laughs) (laughs) and um uh, we were walking up this thing and the hikers are like y'all climbing and we're like yeah <laughs> yeah and they're like oh have too fun funny. but yeah anything else you want to you want to say mace i don't think so just hopefully we've convinced you that climbing is the best sport yes and hopefully if you don't do it you'll do it now <laughs> yes i i agree as well 
Um, all right. So that's our podcast for today. We talked about a couple of things. We talked about with our good friend, Kate Bomber, um, who is a climber at Climb Nittany, who's also a fourth year PhD student studying chemistry. Um, we talked about the Ohio train derailment just because we really saw that this story was not really getting as much coverage as it, as it should be. Um, and we just really wanted to talk with someone who kind of knew a little bit more than us to kind of give us a little bit more information on what's going on. So if you um, want to read more into the um, Ohio derailment, we will have a ton, a ton, a ton of sources in the show notes of this of today's episode no weekly accident for today um as we've mentioned um and we also call for covered the uh, donation damnation wall closed um closing um due to the raven's nest so other than that though our hot topic our hot take of this yes. episode was why climbing is the best sport mm-hmm. um as always wow sorry i had a stroke <laughs> mid-sentence but sorry. um as always though um feel free to look into the show notes um into anything that you guys are interested in reading or watching or listening whatever the hell we have listened down there um go follow us on social media otherwise though thank you all so much for listening um this has been a grand old time Absolutely. with me and my co-host macy and with kate as well yeah. um come join us next week I don't know what we're doing next week. We'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> um, I think this episode will probably be released during spring break. So if you're uh, during, if this is during spring break, uh, be 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 river manage your risk. I almost said the wrong word. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that. S- I was like, mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> Macy, you got anything left to say? Uh, just keep on climbing, everybody. Slay. Keep on climbing. <laughs> Rock on.